Welcome to the She Did It Her Way podcast, where it's all about making the ultimate leap from your nine to five and building a business and life you love, all while doing it your way. I'm your host, Amanda Boleyn. Let's get started. Hello, She Did It Her Way listeners. Welcome to today's podcast episode. Today's podcast episode is a little bit different than all the other episodes. I'm going to share some news with you, and it definitely is news that maybe isn't the easiest to share, but sometimes the things that aren't the easiest are the most necessary. And so today I have the lovely Shauna Van Bogart and the purpose of having Shauna on the show is she will actually be interviewing me and pulling some things out of me as opposed to doing what I'm about to share in a solo cast format. So with that, it felt kind of right to have Shauna because she was actually the first guest of the She Did It Her Way podcast. And she's also been a longtime friend of mine who has been there through my entrepreneurship journey very intimately and deeply. And I think that it is right. And it just, it feels right to have her here today as I share some news and to do it in a special way. The news is I am retiring from She Did It Her Way. And what does that mean? That means I will be moving on from She Did It Her Way and what She Did It Her Way has been for the past seven years. I don't expect to cry, but I might cry. And it's a like, oh God, it feels so weird to say that because it's like now public, but it's something that I've I've known that has been coming for some months. And, and I think that now that I've shared it, I, yeah, having Shauna here to help unpack it and kind of give you guys the behind the scenes and some insights as to, you know, coming to this decision and also providing things that, you know, it wasn't an easy decision, but one that I feel is right. And so I hope with today's episode, it gives you the listener to like permission to pivot or potentially close a chapter that no longer feels aligned with you, no matter how challenging the transition may be, especially when you know in your gut that it's time to move on. It's time to pivot and it's time to find that next set of alignment. So with that, now that I've dropped that and and have shared that, I'm going to give it over to Shauna to help unpack this. So Shauna, welcome. Oh my gosh. I'm emotional. I know like unexpectedly emotional. It's not like we haven't talked. I know. Like, I'm like, I'm like, I have a tear here. Can you see my tear? I know. I know. It's, it's crazy. And I think like, and again, so as you guys were going through this episode, we have some key points and questions to unpack and point out, but a lot of this may be a little bit all over, not, I don't want to say all over the place, but you know, maybe there, there might not be the most cohesive structure or outline to this episode. We're going to, we're going to organically let it flow where it needs to go. And we're both trusting that it will flow where it needs to go. But yes, Mm -hmm. Shauna knows me. And if you know me very well, I sometimes I will make a decision and like quickly move on and be emotionally detached from it. And so right now I'm, yeah, I'm in that, in that stage. Anyway, I'm going to stop talking because now I'm rambling. So yes, it is. I'm emotional more so than I thought I would be. Yeah. I mean, I'm just, I'm surprised that I'm like, when you first announced it, if you, if you ever do share this video, I was sitting over here with like my hand over my mouth, like, holy, she's dropping this news because I don't. And I think that's why it's, it's exciting to do this episode with you because so many people in business have been at this choice point of realizing maybe when they've outgrown something or they're in the delusion that they've outgrown it because we're Mm -hmm. entrepreneurs and we're disciplined and we see things through and we have this vision. And so like people don't realize the amount of courage it Mm -hmm. takes to do this. And so I first and foremost, and like, I'm 
I get emotional again. I just like, I've, I've literally been there from the beginning of this Amanda for like with you, not with you, you doing it, but like supporting you and like just being a witness and observer to it. And like, it takes a lot of freaking courage to do this. And I just want to commend you for your patience with yourself, the compassion Mm -hmm. that you have for yourself and just the thoroughness and the thought that you put into this because it's not easy. Yeah. Well, thank you. And I, I really appreciate that. And if you guys do hear typing in the background, it's because I'm taking notes as Sean is saying things that I want to make sure that I bring up some points. Yeah. You really have. I mean, you were the first guest and I think I shared with you, she did it her way back in 2014 before the podcast launched in January, 2015. So you've definitely been there. Can through... I talk about that for a second? Yes. I want people to know we had that first phone call where we yes. met, like we met on the yes. phone, right? Thank you. University of Iowa. And you told me you had this idea. It was just mm-hmm. the idea, but I, I will never forget it was that conviction. I was like, oh, she's going to do this, you know? And I don't Mm. even know if you quite knew it was going to be a podcast then. It was just the idea seed. And, but you were, you were so attached to the purpose from day one. I don't know how long you had. And the moment you said she did it her way, it just rolled off your tongue. I was like, oh, that's so good. I was like jealous a little bit. (laughs) I was like, damn, I wish I would have come up with that name. It was so good. It just rolled off the tongue. It sounded great. And I don't remember, like, can you remember how long you had the idea before you actually like then took the first step to make it a reality? Yeah, I would say, I think I had the idea at the beginning of 2014 was when it came to me. I remember sitting in uh, my apartment in Chicago and I had this idea while I was still like doing subcontract work and it just came to me and I wanted to do, you know, people ask me why I started with podcast and it's because I love talking and it takes me less time and less energy to talk and communicate my thoughts and feelings and also love interviewing other people and being genuinely curious about how they accomplish something. And so that was, I think, yeah, I bought the domain in 2014 and I learned how to produce a podcast at the end of 2014 and launched the podcast at the beginning of 2015. So this has been, what is that? Seven years, 2015, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. Yeah. Seven years of running the podcast and like having this identity and having this business. And it wasn't always a business from the start, but I just, it it was like really hard. I remember I, now I'm going to go on a little tangent here, but I, when I made the decision and I shared it with some of the contractors and vendors that I worked with, because at, at that time I was making the decision and I was like, okay, I'm kind of stripping some of the expenses knowing that, okay, we're, we're shutting down. And I shared it with one of my contractors that I, that I use in the, she did a hurry business. And I remember she started getting emotional and then I was like, oh my God, I can't do this. I can't do this. And then, you know, then it pops up that someone's tagging me in Instagram of like how the podcast has been so instrumental. And I'm like, no. oh my God, I can't do that. And so and I'm sure we'll talk about this more too. It's like so many things about when you make a decision and knowing it was like really hard because then I'm like, Oh my God, I'm letting people down and I'm no longer like inspiring people. And that was actually really hard because I made the decision and then I shared it with a few people and then I kind of retracted from the decision. And, but as the, the days and the months went on, it became more clear as I sat with myself and I didn't think my way through it. I felt intuitively through it that I was like, Oh, regardless of like, how hard it's going to be to make the decision or break the news. It's totally intuitively aligned to move beyond and I've outgrown the business. And ultimately I have to do what's best for me as opposed to continuing to do something that is, you know, external. So 
why now? I mean, like why this, this timing? I mean, and, and, and now looking back and seeing where, as you just mentioned, you, you got into a little resistance and you retracted a little bit, which by the way, we all do. I've done every single one of my business (laughs) pivots. So that's completely normal. And I want, and I'm glad you share that because people, it's going to look easy to people that you're doing this. And it's not, there's a lot of hoop jumping you've gone through to get here. Why now? And now looking back, could you also see where you would have made this decision sooner? Oh yeah. (laughs) I think, yeah. And I mean, the goal of this podcast, I want to be full transparent, um, fully transparent to help with the sharing the behind the scenes and being totally transparent with it. This past summer, I took a summer break in July with the full intention to simply take a break from producing content and give myself that vacation. I was not even looking to create space for another purpose outside of just giving myself a break. And it was during that July moment in time that I was like talking with my husband and I was saying that like, like, I feel like I'm hitting a ceiling Mm -hmm. and it's the ceiling. And I think this is so important. And and I really want to share this because the discernment between these two is super helpful to know. And sometimes we don't know how to discern and it comes with practice. But I remember it was towards the end of July. And I was like telling my husband that I feel like I'm hitting the ceiling. And I don't know if the ceiling is because I need to push through and be this like online business owner. And is this part of the online business journey or being a entrepreneur and I need to work on my mindset and I need to change all these things. Or is it that I'm hitting the wrong ceiling? And I gave, I asked myself, I'm like, what if she did it her way? Isn't what I'm supposed to be doing at this moment. And asking, allowing space for that question, number one, and allowing space for the physical and mental response, number two, is extremely important in getting clarity around alignment. And, but that asking that initial question was really hard because it was like, no, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. This is, she did it her way. Like I'm supposed to be doing this. And I really kind of was like, what? Like it was such a mind, you know, like the mind F-U-C-K, right. Where I've actually gave myself the space to ask it. And it was scary because it's all I've really known for the past seven years. But once I asked it and I gave myself space and I sat in silence and it wasn't like a ton of time, it was probably like 60 seconds with my husband. I physically felt lighter and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm not, this is not the path for me any longer. Yeah. And it was like a such relief, but there was so much, there was a lot of thought drama because I'm like, am I giving up? Am I taking the easy road? Am I like throwing in the towel? And I'm so grateful to like have you because I just boxered you. And I was like, Shauna, I just came to this moment. You know, I shared with Shauna, everything that I just shared with you guys as the listeners. And she's like, you're not hitting a ceiling. You're out. You've outgrown your business. And I'm like, yes. And I'm happy to like continue sharing, like, and I'll share the rest of like kind of the journey that happened, but I'll pause. Like if anything, if any questions came up for you or any thoughts. Well, I, I mean, you know, I've been through similar things and I think when you do have a vision, I don't know if it's an age thing, but when you do have a vision so young Mm -hmm. and you're so deeply connected to it from that, you get a taste of what that feels like to be connected to a purpose, like in that way, 
you know, and then it's your own, it's your own business. I don't know. I think it's a special kind of animal. I really do. I mean, and, yeah. and you already mentioned it earlier, but the identity piece, it's not the business. It's who you were and are in this business. That's the hard part to let go of. It's not mm-hmm. the business. It's mm-hmm. not, you know, like, yeah, there's some warning there, but the deeper level, like, you know, thought screw and like all of that is who are you outside of she did it her way. Mm-hmm. Do you mm-hmm. feel like you established that before making that leap? Like you could have a response to that question. You could feel embodied in the like knowing or the unknowing no. of that, like before you leaped or are you going to figure that out now that you've leaped? So, oh, that is such a great question. And I, I, there's so many things that come to mind there where I have learned that the more that I can trust the intuition and focus on being aligned in the present moment, the rest of the, everything else will, will fall into place. And back in July, I came to this realization. Then behind the scenes, I was thinking about like, okay, well, what do I want to do with she did her way? Am I just going to close it? Do I want to partner with someone? Do I want to sell it? Like, what does that look like? And for a good solid month in August, I was going through different options and I was having pretty intimate conversations with one person in particular who is incredible and amazing in the online space. And we had some really, really strong conversations about what it would look like to bring her in as a partner for she did it her way and so aligned. Then September hit. And for whatever reason, we both got really busy and actually, well, let me back up. In July, I had this epiphany and I was like, I'm closing it down. And then I started looking at different ways to like start streamlining things in preparation for closing it down because I knew that I was going to do it at the end of the year. And then I shared the news with a few people. And then I hit myself and I was like, oh my God, I can't close this down. Like this is impacting so many people. I got to keep this going. Okay. Forget that. Nope. Not closing it down officially. I'm going to partner with someone. So then this all happened in August and I had really great conversations as I was singing. And then September hit and this other person got busy. I got busy and it created additional space for me to be like, wait a second, what am I doing? You know, I was operating from an emotional reaction standpoint of, you know, being super aligned one minute about the decision to then I was like, Oh no, 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 I can't shut it down. So then September hit, we bought, we got busy and it, things just never like worked out for us to reconnect. And I really do believe, I think that was the universe kind of like creating that space because what had happened in that moment is I was thinking like, okay, well, let me, just operate. She did it her way in a really streamlined way where I'm like totally hands off and it's still operating, but like, I'm not the face and like kind of going through all these things. I was thinking my way through all of this. Mm -hmm. This is the key difference that I learned in that moment. When I was thinking my way through, we as humans are so advanced that we can think ourselves into anything that we want or think ourselves out of anything that we want. Like we're smart species. We're smart species. But when I would sit with myself in silence and ask the question about what to do in that moment about totally retiring versus trying to still make something work, my gut kept going like, it's time to retire. It doesn't mean that I'm going to sell it. It doesn't mean that I'm going to partner with someone. It just means that I'm going to retire and I'm going to create that space. And then I followed up with that person that I was having those conversations with. And we both agreed because she has her own, she's a seven figure online business owner. We both agreed that we're like, yeah, like this totally makes sense. Totally support decision, whatever. So by the end of September, I was in the position that I knew at the end of the year, I was going to retire and sunset it. 
and still allow the content to live on, but there would be nothing new added necessarily. And we can talk about the She Did It Her Way Summit too. Oh yeah. Yeah. So that you had that in the, I mean, that was, that was scheduled. Yeah. Well, yeah, October. And, and Shauna, feel free to chime in here because you were there. Like when I went through this whole like time warp speed. (laughs) And I think there are so many positive nuggets to pull from that. And, and that is, is that like, as listeners, if you noticed, I had the entire, like entire speaker lineup set yeah. for the summit. Yeah, I had the my two calendar days. invite yes. like yes. on my calendar. Yeah. I had calendar invites set. I had speakers lined up, multi-six, multi-seven. The theme, I had the sponsor of Podia, who's amazing, by the way, everything. And I invested, spent, um, however you want to look at it close to a thousand dollars on ads. And it was the beginning of October. And I was telling Shauna, so I was in Charleston for the month of September. And as we were leaving Charleston, we spent a night at Shauna's place, which is an hour outside of Charleston. And you like like, rolled up and it was within the first 45 (laughs) minutes, I think. And you told me this and I was like, you're like, no, you got to cut your losses (laughs) or like, you got to move, you got to do something. And so uh, the reason why I'm sharing this is I, I think, because I had an, this may be the not, not, this may not be the most cohesive explanation, but I promise I'll land the plane on this. I roll up and I was in such resistance to the summit. And the crazy thing is, is that the, the big ticker or the big red flag for me is that the summit was the first thing that I ever did as an offering with, she did it her way back in 2017. I think it was 2017. I cried at that event also. I know it was like, and if you, if any of the listeners like Julie Ciardi was there, she cried. We all cried. It was like the most epic thing ever. It was. And I, it was the most effortless thing I did. I love events. I love being so in flow. You were so in flow. Yeah. So in flow. And like, it was amazing. And it's been amazing every year up until this year. And I was in such resistance and I'm like, okay, wait a second. If I am in physical and mental resistance, this is like, this experience is trying to tell me something. Yeah. And I think that oftentimes in the past, I would have pushed, 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 because that's what we do. You push, not everything's easy. And and again, there's a discernment between pushing and there's a discernment between working hard because you're aligned. Yeah. And I rolled up and I was like, the summit is literally in three and a half weeks. And every time I go to do something, whether it's write an email, connect with speakers, I am in such resistance. I do not want to do this. And I was like, this is totally night and day from like all the other years that I've done this summit where every I've sold tickets effortlessly. I have been so gung ho of like, I'm emailing people and like, we're all going to get together and everything. Even like last year when it was still virtual, it was epic. We had over a hundred women there and it was incredible Mm -hmm. and it just wasn't fun. And I'm like, something's off. And part of the reason why I kept going with it, because you asked me, you're like, okay, what's stopping you from canceling it? And I was like, oh, well, I've got the sponsor Podia. And I was at the point where I like, I was like, oh my gosh, I am so ready to give back Podia's sponsorship, which was a five figure sponsorship. Yeah. And I was like, to like release myself and to create space for things that need to come in. Yeah. And that's when I was like, okay, we're, so, I'm, I'm not even doing the summit. Like at that moment, I was like, I don't know what it, I just, it was when you intuitively get so clear and you trust your gut even that was actually the, the summit was probably the hardest thing for me to say no to, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but, but in that moment though, like in that moment, it felt like there was a sense of urgency, like about once, once it hit you. Oh yeah. It was like this urgent. <laughs> I mean, I, I saw some of the action steps. Yeah. That you took. 
to shut that down. And you were, you were on it. Yeah. I, if you're watching the video or if we air the video, like I just got emotional because I think the, the summit was such, oh. yeah, I know. <laughs> you know, I think it's, I think the pain of knowing that there's something you could take all the way to the moon because you have it yeah. in you and you did it and you're walking away from that. Yes. And it's, it's knowing it's like, it's, it's, it's trusting that you have the capacity and it, it's really hard as achievers to walk away from something, you know, you have the capacity to do. Mm, yes. And I said summit, I mean, I was there that for, I was like, you know, like your little business soccer mom colleague crying. You were watching it like, going, I was like, I'm so proud of her. What she's done that first summit. I mean, it's just, that was a, that was a turning point when she did it her way. Like, and I saw you in your flow and you were in your zone and it just, it was beautiful. And everyone that was there at that first summit, it was beautiful. It was a, yeah. such a great, you, you pulled together the most amazing people. And that's what I like this identity piece of when we grieve these pivots in our business is intense, man. And like, I think that was the closest intimacy that you've had with this business, like personally. Yeah. And there's a little bit of fear. I imagine, I don't know. I don't want to put words in your mouth that like, when you let this go, you're going to lose that intimacy with yourself. And are you going to find it again somewhere else? Yeah. Well, and you said with higher high achievers, it's like, when you know, you have the capacity and you could, you could do something, you could take it to the moon. I think that is, that's a really hard piece to wrestle with because I know that so many of the things that I'm going to do in my life has such, have such incredible capacity or capability to be one way or another, but making the decision to move on and no longer do something is harder than if you're forced. It's kind of like, yeah, if you're fired from your job and your back's up against the wall and someone else made that decision for you, I think that being in a position where the decision's made for you versus you making the decision 100% on your own is much harder because I think there's a lot of opportunity for regret to come in. Yeah. Like I may regret like, like I did in that moment in July, when I started telling people like a few people, and then it was like, no, I can't believe it's happening. And it was like the moment of regret. And so I went back into something that then it was very clear that that wasn't the right, like move for my align. You know, there are no wrong moves as, as I yeah. love to say, but like, it wasn't the most aligned moved move. And that I think is, you know, there's space for regret because as an achiever or high achiever or someone who like always is getting after it, it's like, what it could have been something. And then admitting that, like, but maybe it wasn't supposed to be with me, you know? And so that when I was at your place and I made that decision, I was like, okay, this is it. I think like in that moment, I told my ads person, I was like, do not run any more ads. Cause at that point I had invested a thousand dollars in, in ads and her services who she's amazing. I like redirected the URL so that people couldn't go to the summit website. I like I think I emailed speakers the next day when I was in the car ride and like Voxer, because a lot of them I was friends with and they were all super understanding. And this is the other thing of like, when I told them in confidence and full transparency that the summit's no longer happening, I'm also like doing this thing where she did her way. Like, I'm so grateful that they one kept that in confidence and two, they were like, oh my gosh, I'm so proud of you. Like, yes. And you know, it's like kind of like necessary endings, but also, you know, being truthful and aligned. They're like, I just know like whatever you do next is going to be amazing. Right. And so that, and then I immediately emailed Len from Podia and I was like, Len, we need to talk about like, do you have time tomorrow? And it was the next day came and 
I'm not, I don't tend to get super nervous or physically. I'm just very, I think most of the time grounded or I'm excited. Yeah. And right before I was on the phone with him, I had adrenaline and anxiety, like rush through my body and I get on the phone and Len's amazing. Pody is amazing. amazing. Yeah. yeah which amazing. Um, I like explain the situation. This is sorry. Another tangent is like, I was so prepared to, in my mind, I'm like, I either need to go with the, go through this event or I need to give the five figure sponsorship back. And I was so tunnel visioned on that being the only two paths that I couldn't see another opportunity. And it was with you that I was like, wait a second, there are so many other ways that we can still add value and give that exchange. And so I like had a couple ideas prepared and then I spoke to him and he's like, oh yeah. He's like, that sounds great. Just send it over and we'll figure it out. Don't worry about it. Like, you know, she did it her ways. Amazing. We'd love to be a part of like whatever it looks like afterwards. And so I think in that moment, if you are ever finding yourself in the position where you think that you have one or two paths, like just Mm -hmm. give yourself that energetic and mental space to problem solve and trust and be like, no, I know there's another way. I'm just, I'm so constricted on the energy flow right now that I'm only Mm -hmm. seeing the two places. Like, how can I ask a different question or create the space to see another path? Mm -hmm. And that like was a really big eye opener. And so we were doing a couple partnerships with Podia, like you'll still hear them even into 2022, but that was, that was really big. And then from there, it was just making a plan and, and knowing that this day was coming and, and you, you were like, you, you've like sat with she did her way, right? Like the success of it. And I'm like, yeah, 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 I have. And I think that's something as a, as a personal development thing that I could get a little bit, I can practice being a little bit more drop. I can drop in a little bit more to the experiences of my life and to reflect on things that have happened because you'll probably, you probably see this with a lot of like high performers and achievers. Like we're so quick to move to the next thing that sometimes we don't sit with what it is. So I'll pause there. You might see it later when you like, you know, you'll venture onto your next things and you're going to have that moment where you go, Oh my gosh. Like, you know, that famous Steve jobs quote about like connecting the dots, looking backwards. And you're going to be like, Oh my gosh, you're going to, you're going to have that moment where you understand, cause you've done it before. And like, I've just been through this enough times that, and I see it mm-hmm. in my clients, like you'll get hit with that experience of knowing there was a deeper level purpose behind. She did it her way. That mm-hmm. is not for you to see right now, but you will see it later when you're doing work and you're like, that's why I did. She did it her way. Yeah contributed to this, you know? So I want to ask you like of, of one question, maybe two questions. Yeah. Like I want to like full transparency, like of all of the people that you had to bear this news to like who in your life made you, if anyone, the most like nervous to share this with, or maybe it's groups of people, maybe it's your audience. I don't know. But like, was there like who out of everyone, like when you think about like saying this out loud to made you the most like, Ugh. oh, everyone that's listening right now. Oh, your audience. So the audience more than yeah. anyone. Yeah. Got it. Like, I think it's because the people that know me, like you and just close family and friends and stuff, you know, that it's they're going to support whatever you decide. Right. Yeah. But when you bear the news with listeners, everyone tuning in, that's you who've been there through everything. I, so initially I was like, God, I feel like I'm letting them down and I'm disappointing them. And I think that's the other thing of 
yeah, it, you just know that the people in your, your close knit circle are going to be there to support. They're gonna be like, yep, whatever you decide. Yeah. But it's a crapshoot sometimes of the unknown of other people outside of there. Now I say that, but fully knowing that, like, I know that most people listening to this podcast, we attract people who are like us. And so yeah. then I'm like, I am confident that like, I expect there to be like a morning or a sadness or like a bum bumness about it. But I do think yeah. that I always want to do the glasses half full. And so maybe yeah. I, I try to be optimistic. And so I just assume yeah. that people will always be understanding, but I also know there's that, that unknown that, you know, when yeah. thousands of people tune in, you, you don't know how people are going to react. And I think that, that this interview, this exchange, this conversation, and when it airs, like the day that'll air, I'm going to have, I, I call it a poop cramp when you're just <laughs> like, Oh my gosh. Like, is that oh. the scariest piece of it for you? Cause that's the other thing, like of all of the entire, like last part of this journey of like, from the moment you maybe got a fleeting thought of maybe I'm not supposed to do this. And maybe that happened two years ago. Who knows? You know, like, but yeah. from the moment you got that first flutter, like what has been in that phase since, since the scariest piece, like the scare, I'm talking like in the middle of the night, 3am, your mind is racing. Like what? What's the, what has been the deepest fear for you in related to any of it? That's so good. Yeah. I actually, it maybe it's not the biggest fear and the, that piece sharing the news is probably the second, but it's okay. that initial doubt yeah. that comes into your mind when you think, maybe I'm not supposed to be here. And again, there's the, the self-development, oh. personal development work that you can do. Cause right. Yeah. Like, and I'm really big in Brooke Castillo calls it the model, um, think and grow rich, your thoughts, create your feelings that your actions and results. And so there was a moment of time. I think I probably asked the question, like I've, I've had some pings of like, is this the path that I'm supposed to be on probably yeah. a year ago, exploring that question is this, was yes because then it <laughs> changes everything in yeah. your life experience and then you yeah. start questioning it's honestly it's the same underlying process that if someone's tuning into this podcast episode right now and you are working a full-time job and you come to the conclusion and you ask the question of like am i supposed to be here right now and then you're like oh no i'm not then you're like oh shit Right. Like, and then like, what, what do you do, do, I do with, with it? That? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, and again, then it's like, oh, your brain kind of starts to spin out because it's going into fight or flight and it's freaking out. And it's you, again, we're so smart that we can talk ourselves in or out of anything. And yeah. that's really where the discernment comes. And ultimately what I found time and time again is like, you have to go inward. No one externally yeah. is going to have the right answer for you. Yeah. So that would have, that was probably the scariest part. Cause then it's like, well, wait a second. Like now what? And I've always like, it, I'm just like, wait, you know, am I not good enough to be an online business owner? Have I not made it? Am I failing? Like, and again, like the, there's a financial piece and like things were great and that was, it was fine. But like, it just, I hit this place where I'm like, I don't think this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And that yeah. initial, that's where I also like think that sometimes the decision itself was easy, but getting there. Yeah. That's the hard part. Yeah, it's yeah, kind yeah. of like when you decide it's the, the lead up phase, right? The lead up phase almost now that I'm thinking about it, almost anything can sometimes be the hardest part because you have to mentally and physically get yourself on board and cut through the noise and the BS of like what your thoughts are yeah. and like listen to tune in yeah. and to honor that. And because then once you can get your, once you're, you get yourself to that place, that's then, it, then, then it's, it's a, what is it? It's a simple decision, but I guess I should say it doesn't mean that it's, it's easy. 
Of course. Yeah. But so much hoop jumping. So yes. much like you're like, okay, so let's, let's pivot in a completely other direction. Cause that's Ooh. like, we're in the depths here. So let's go over, tell us about something that happened in all of the years of she did it her way. Like that was just one of your best moments, but here's the caveat. I don't mm. want it to be an impact thing because that's so easy. And we all expect that. And I know that's, what's the most satisfying and fulfilling. And it's like, the yeah. impact it has. I want something kind of surface level. Like what has been one of the coolest things that happened that maybe you've never shared or maybe you have shared or just Ooh. like, wow, that was awesome. Or like, this was a high, a moment of high and it, it could be totally about you, but I don't want it to be an impact service thing. I want to like celebrate something just like really cool. Oh my gosh. This is, it's a, it's a really good question. And just, you guys just said FYI, Shauna is, we did not prep a whole lot for this call. I think no, I, sent you, I sent you like four questions and a little context, <laughs> but I was like, you take it whatever direction you want. Gosh. I mean, this is where I know that you've always told me, you're like, you need to celebrate more. Like you need to just own on these things. Cause like, I don't know, maybe because sometimes I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. Like if we got an accolade with Forbes or that's amazing. I know it is amazing, but I'd be like, yeah, that makes sense. Like, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. I, I just, sometimes my brain, I'm like, I just expect, I know, um, but that's I don't get disappointed. You, that's why I said not service or impact. Cause I know immediately you would have been like, when I get these responses from, you know, yeah. our audience telling it, it's like, yeah, we know. And I know yeah, that's yeah. like the truth of like, where, what is the best for you, but yeah, being a, you know, uh, over here teaching, receiving, I'm like, there's some, <laughs> bits some really cool things that have happened. I mean, it's making money from it is really cool. Let's just be honest. Like you, yeah. you, you had this idea of a platform that, you know, it had a, it had a message. It was never about money in the beginning, mm -hmm. you know, but then when she realized that this isn't more than just a platform that I want to speak from, this could be a business. And you started doing that, like, and you made money from it. It's freaking awesome. You made money from an idea. Yeah. Yeah. No Good that, money. That's, yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. And you know, that was really interesting too. I think because when she did her way started out and I've shared this in other podcast episodes that it wasn't the goal was not to make it a business. It yeah. was truly like a creation standpoint for me. And it was something that I enjoyed doing and it took off. Like we had tons of downloads and everything and mentioned in Forbes and Inc and, and all of that. And then there was a time that I was like, well, maybe there, there, there could be something here. And people were asking me, they're like, will you coach me? And I'm like, coach you on what? Like, I don't know. And then it would be like, teach me how to launch a podcast. I'm like, great, cool. And I mean, there's that whole journey of when you go from like, I've always been a freelancer for now 10 years at this point. And so I never really had to necessarily sell or market my services because the way that you get on projects is kind of through networking. And that's always been my sweet spot of like doing really great work for clients, facilitating, creating content. And then I just get picked up in this, you know, you get swept up, but going and creating an online business lended itself for me to really kind of face some of the financial woes and mindsets around money and value and internal worth. And I think she did her way selfishly has like taught me so much of that. Yeah. Beyond like, I feel like a freaking ninja with like online business. And I still have oh, like one-on-one yeah, -on -one totally. clients who like just the other day, my one-on-one -on -one client, she sold three spots to her beta mastermind. And that was like $15,000. Like, you know, and, and that to me is like so cool to see when other people have success in whatever it is that they're doing. But yeah, that's, it was just really fascinating. I think the cool, like the crazy thing was, is that we had a sponsor and I was in South America 
on my 30th birthday vacation. And they had paid a $14,000 invoice for like a month and a half worth of podcast episodes. And I was like, this is pretty freaking cool. Like, (laughs) wow. Really freaking cool. You're like in South America and you get hit with this invoice. I was like, Like this fun. (laughs) Like I'll receive this, but you talk a lot about receiving. And I think that is, you know, giving is one thing and most people are really great at giving, but it's getting comfortable with receiving, whether it's gifts, whether it's compliments, whether it's money, like, yeah, 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 there's so many other things, but that I I would, yeah, that was like one moment or when we got mentioned and anytime we got mentioned in in a large publication, like that was really cool. I think interviewing, like I am so flattered and beyond that so many people want to be guests on our podcast. That's really cool too. So what, and we'll kind of like, I guess maybe get to closing out here because that's a really great like landing place here. We're talking about receiving. What's one thing that, you know, you came into this years ago, like this is my skill set. This is my zone of genius that you feel you've evolved out of. Cause I think I always think it's interesting when I reflect back and I was like, man, I was so sure that, you know, image consulting was my Mm. zone and it just was the zone at the time. You know, it's an evolving living thing, your zone of genius. It's not a static thing you reach and it's done. And so like, what is one thing? And she did it her way that you came into thinking like, this is my skill set that you feel you've outgrown and it doesn't really jive that much with you. Like it doesn't excite you like it used to. Ooh. What I would say actually is I think when I came into She Did It Her Way with a zone of genius, as I progressed through She Did It Her Way, I got away from the zone of genius. Mm, And like, and so I would say, because I, gosh, maybe this is like a, that's a really good question. I mean, my initial thought was like, you know, I love being a maestro. I love networking. I love connecting. And that's what I came in kind of facilitating. I'm, I'm a true, true, like facilitator. I love systems. I love streamlining processes, all of that. So those are like the two core things. And as I got further into running the business and like marketing, it started to pull me away from so many of the core things that I am really great at and my zone Mm -hmm. of genius that I, that I think that I actually got away from the zone of genius. So it's not that my zone of genius has necessarily changed per se. I think that I, and again, this, it's not like I did it a terrible job. It's just like, yeah, I, it got the zone of genius got diluted and yeah. so I was in yeah. so many different lanes that I wasn't honoring the lane that I was really good at. So this is the other thing that I kind of like had a mind F with is like, okay, I'm going to try to explain this without going in too many circles, but like I was deluded in so many different lanes. And I was like, kept telling myself, no, this is how it should be. This is how it needs to be versus kind of admitting to myself that like, you know, I don't know if I want to do all these pieces. And I don't know if I want to manage all these contractors. And I took it as like initially as a defeat. And I'm not saying what I'm not saying is that like the business has like an online business requires all the different people because I've seen businesses like yours and other people that run a really lean machine and like have tremendous success. But for whatever reason, my journey just was not allowing itself to unfold in the way that I thought it should. Yeah. And so now it's like honoring my zone of genius and kind of tapping back into it and continuing to stay in my lane versus trying to get into someone else's or thinking I should be in someone else's lane. Like, because someone else is in this lane, like I should also be able to be in that lane. And sometimes it's like just admitting to yourself of like, actually, no, I'm just going to honor that. This is my truth, my lane, my journey, because the more that I can be aligned with my lane, I'm going to go 
faster than if I try to be all lanes to all people. Yeah. And that is like an evolution and, and everything. What advice would you give another business owner who's listening to this going, I think I had that fleeting, scary moment questioning if I should be here or not like that right there. Someone gets that, that flutter of like, Mm -hmm. I don't know if I'm meant to be here. What's the advice you have for that moment right there? Stay out of your head and stay in your body. And that is the biggest thing because every time I'd go back to my body and I would listen to my gut, it would point me in the direction that would most align versus trying to think my way in or out of something. Mm -hmm. And it's scary because like, I don't entirely know what the future holds and I can talk about that, but I'm trusting, I'm learning to trust that by making decisions today that are intuitively aligned will allow me to be where I need to be when the next like step or phase or thing pops and unveiling itself. And I know we were talking a little bit about that before getting on to the call, but I think that is most important. Like stay, stay in your body, not in your, your mind or your head, stay in your heart. Yeah. Yeah. So what is next? (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yeah. What is next? So I am I'm hesitant to be like, this is the thing, because I think for now I am in this, I'll call it like a void in the sense of, I have things on the radar. Like I, and I'll explain that in a minute, but I think that what 2022 will bring has not fully shown itself. And we're recording this Thanksgiving week. I know intuitively in my gut that whatever needs to show itself will pop. I need to make sure that I'm not getting in the way because I have a tendency to be like, I want to plan. I want to plan. Like for example, right now we're in Vegas. We're in the middle of not even in the middle. We have 30 days left on our four and a half month travel stint around the U S and that, you know, that, that kind of came because make it a quick, long story short, we were going to Charleston for the month of September. We put our place up in Airbnb. We had a family come through that said, Hey, we're remodeling and renovating our home in Chicago. We'd love to rent your place out till mid-December. And Mike and I were like, cool, let's do it. Right. And now they want to extend. And I'm also like, I really don't know where we're going to live January through March and even potentially longer. And so I'm like, I just know that my journey and my learning moment now is practicing being patient Mm -hmm. and trusting, like getting all the way to the 10 yard line before the goal. Mm-hmm. And still not knowing exactly what that next step truly is, mm-hmm. but knowing that like, I'll get to the goal. And so some of the things that I feel that are intuitively coming up is, and you, you know, like we've, my husband and I've gotten into real estate the past year and a half, two years, we've both really been enjoying that. So it might be something to do with real estate. It might be something to do with startups. I've still been doing sales training for lot, like tech companies and startup companies. And I've really been enjoying that. And I think that kind of goes back to, I've always done subcontract work for the past 10 years in some capacity, some more than others. And that like, I, when I do those things, I really feel like solid zone of genius when mm-hmm. it comes to facilitating to coaching to creating content sales and everything. And so like continuing to honor and see what happens there. I feel like there might be some part of my future journey that involves teaching people, women, maybe in particular about money 
and the relationship that they have with money. And I know we've talked about like Mm -hmm. you and I have shared conversations about how Mike and I manage our money together as partners. And you're like, you need to create a program on that. because That is wild. And like, so I don't, something maybe to do with that because my money journey and I've shared a little bit on the podcast, but it is like the past seven years has been like a total 360 or a total 180. And so those are kind of like some things I want to honor a creative side of me that, you know, she did her way was my creative outlet. And then I turned it into a business and it became this economic output. And I want to honor like doing creative things because they're fun and they feel good. Not necessarily because they make money. Yeah. And so those are the feelers that are right now. And I have one-on-one clients, like, as I was saying in in the online space that it's just, it's light, it's fun to do those. So yeah, that's, it's like, it's crazy. And I think that you like you're leaving, right. I mean, it's a relationship, right? It's a relationship. And you said it earlier. I think it is really hard to be the one to break off a relationship when there's not a valid reason. We say there's not a valid reason to end this. It's great. Like that is really hard to do, right? It's like the old joke that like men push things to the limit and make the girls break up with them because- they don't want to have the breakup conversation. So they like just turn into like a-holes and like yes. to break up. Do you know what I mean? You were like waiting for something. And like, so, so to step up to the plate and all of the, the, the mental game of this that you've been through to me, like if people walk away from this episode with anything, it's a stellar example of, in my opinion, leaving right and leaving right to me looks like what you've done, which is really self-examine all facets of this. It might feel neurotic at times, but Mm -hmm. to really look at all of those dark shadows and go, okay, if I'm going to leave, I want to do it with intention. And I want to make sure that I've gleaned and like, you know, leveraged all of the gold out of the situation that I could. And I feel like that's what you've done. You know, like if there's tension or there's something you've, you've gone in inward and you've been incredibly reflective and you've, you've, pulled out the gold of it and you pulled out the shadows of it. And then you've integrated with all facets of that to move forward. Mm -hmm. And so to like, be able to look at, you know, what's next with just, I'm open and I I'm venturing into the unknown and I'm going to be okay with that. And to not feel this pressure to have a plan, like that is the sign that you've left. Right. That's such a beautiful summary. And I actually, I had some notes and that was one of the things is that sometimes we always think that in order to move on or to pivot it, like things have to get messy. And that was such a great analogy about the boyfriend or, you know, the partner that's creating chaos so that, you know, the woman or the other person finally breaks up with them. And I think that it definitely, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be that way. Wow. Okay. Oh my gosh. Oh, should we stall a little bit? So it's not really over. (laughs) Yeah. No kidding. I think this is, this will be, so people might be wondering like, wait, what is happening with like, she did her way. And you know, what does this actually look like? Like logistically. Yeah. Housekeeping here. Maybe the housekeeping. Yeah. The podcast and the content will still be around for the foreseeable future. That may change in 2022. But again, like I don't feel this immediate urge to be like, everything's going away, but over time, like whether maybe, and maybe who knows, maybe at the beginning of 2022, I might be like, all right, this is it. Like in three months after Q1, everything's shutting down. But right now it's just, a podcast possibly again I don't yeah I want to be very clear you're not saying that but it is an option on the table that you would just like yes Damn. I know. I know. So like our website and everything will live on. And I, I I think intuitively at some point in the future, she did it her way may serve a different purpose in the future. I don't know what that is. 
Yeah. But like, kind of like you have best, you have best kept self. You ran mm-hmm. best kept self for a greater part of your twenties and early, yeah. early thirties. And you still have it. You're just mm-hmm. like keeping it. You don't know. Right. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, I don't know. And then as far as like programs, or if you're a student, nothing's going to go away from Podia without you receiving an email and ample time to do what you need to do to get all of that. I, I don't know. There may be like, I may consolidate a bunch of our courses and then have that up on the website as well. So you can continually check that just because I think there is so much, there's so much gold in like all the courses and everything that I created for our membership and other programs that I think that, you know, if someone is starting out and they want to get access to like how to launch, how to do a launch, how to do all these things, like that might be an option. But again, for me, the most important thing right now is like staying intuitive alignment. And if it feels good and it feels easy, then great. I'll do it. But yeah, Yeah. as far as housekeeping, like this could potentially be the final episode. This might be, yeah. I do have to say really quick that, and I, you didn't, no one's paying me to say this, but as a Podia user, and I know (laughs) it's been a sponsor for you for many, I I landed on Podia because if she did it her way, I think it was the summit actually is where I got in touch with them. And I've been a Podia user ever since through you. And they are the platform for everything that I do and what I've done. And I've been so freaking happy with them. And so shameless plug for (laughs) your sponsor, not because I feel like they need it, but like, I genuinely like what an awesome sponsor to have. And they've been a great like collaborator for you. And I just personally freaking like, I love, I love them. I love them. Yeah. Oh my God. I know. I know. Yeah. No, I appreciate that. And I know Pony appreciate lens. Like the whole team's amazing in their customer service. And so I think to kind of like close out I just want to like, I don't know. I don't know. I, the, the number one thing to like close, I think is like given a major thank you to all the listeners and for everyone tuning in, because it's without all of you tuning into the podcast, there would be no podcast number one. And I don't know if I would have even started. She did her way. Cause that's how it, it started yeah. as a podcast people tuning in. And so I just want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. Like this has been an amazing seven years. Some of you may be tuning in and have been around for seven years, which is incredible. And so just like, whether this is the first episode you've tuned into, or this is, you know, the 400th some episode you've tuned into, like, just thank you. And this has been amazing. And Shauna, thank you so much for, you know, giving up your time and energy, investing your time and energy, I guess, into, yeah, sharing this moment and having this conversation. I really appreciate it. I mean, yeah, I, I just, I'm, I'm just, I've been in awe since day one, since the moment you mentioned it and it rolled off your tongue. I was like, oh, that's amazing. And it's, <laughs> it's still amazing and it will be live in amazement. So yeah, yeah, I feel like I need to count you down to just like, okay, I'm going to count you down three, two, one and hit the recording off button or otherwise we could just like, yeah. wait, on. let me say one thing. And then you can hit the record button. I, and I always <laughs> say this as like, I think ultimately, you know, I say it at the end of most episodes, if I don't forget, is just keep doing it your way. And yeah, this is yeah. sort of like a full circle moment because for me to share this news and, and to share this journey and to be retiring or moving on, however you want to label it, this is me doing it my way. And I think that mm-hmm. if I didn't honor that, I'm not honoring the mission of she did it her way. And so oh. I just continue to encourage anyone who's tuning in, whether it's business, personal life, like do it, continue to do it your way, regardless of all the shoulds, regardless of all like what people are telling you, like stay in your truth, stay, go inward, stay out of your head, stay in your heart and your gut. And this has been amazing. So thank you. everyone. Yeah. I'm going to end that circle for the win. Yes. (laughs) All right. All right. I'm going to you down and at one, you got to stop recording. Three, bye guys. Two, one, stop recording. (laughs) 
If you enjoyed today's podcast episode, you can head on over to shedidaherway.com where you can access the entire vault of She Did It Her Way podcast episodes. And you can also access free trainings and resources all about how to make the ultimate leap from your nine to five. And if you enjoyed today's podcast episode, I would be so grateful if you headed on over to iTunes and left a review letting me know what you love about the She Did It Her Way podcast. Until next time, keep doing it your way.